Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I've seen movies and I, 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 I know normally how they work and what's meant to happen. Like people say... Spider-Man's popular. Big comic. Everyone loves it. Let's make one. And if it goes well, we'll make more. I get that. Was Cats... I know that the musical's good and that there's... this Andrew Lloyd Webber did Phantom of the Opera. I know that's a good musical. People like it. And there's a movie made and that makes sense. I assumed Cats is... Not is a good musical, right? We we watched the West End musical, mm. and the movie is positively co- coherent compared to the musical. Why does it exist? Welcome back to Why Is Cats, the only podcast on the internet that dares to deep dive into the 2019 movie Cats just to figure out why the fuck it exists. I'm Cameron James, and this week, Benna Wood and I leave behind the digital realm and enter the musical theatre world. We were lucky enough to get to talk with a couple of actors who've put on the whiskers and done the show on stage. Come with us. Let's get deep inside the mind of a jellical cat. As we've said, like we went and saw the film yes. with no knowledge of anything. Okay. And walked out with nothing but questions, yes. thinking that the theatrical <laughs> production would answer something. Right. But it's got less narrative. Yes. Yeah. If that's possible. And less character development. And yes. so I think we were left kind of knowing that it would be very different live and that you would be swept up in it, but watching it at a distance uh, at home, it was kind of like, why has this been successful for 40 years? Why does this mean so much to so many people? It's insane being a fan of the musical and trying to defend it against the film too because it's mm. like a batshit crazy. Forget about the film. Just let's talk about the Yeah, the but show. it's like I can't be like... 
Yeah, the film's ridiculous. I mean, in the film, Magic Mistopheles is nervous about reappearing old Deuteronomy. Mm. He's a very confident, magical cat. Like, I sound out of my fucking mind. Not... It's impossible to talk about cats without sounding insane. <laughs> but I think, I think you're right. I think if you were an actor who was, you know, into theatrical stuff, this show, Cats, would be fucking catnip for you because you get to do... Mm huge numbers, jazzy songs, and then you just get to prowl around and, like, yeah, embrace this, like, sexuality that you've had since you were in year 10 when you're, like, discovering drama and movement and all that shit. I think it would be... A blast. Imagine, I remember watching a documentary about Broadway. Imagine being the original cast too, because like people, no one thought this was gonna, this was anything. Yeah. Like, like mm. he, so he'd done Jesus Christ, like he had hits under his belt, and then it got this cat's idea. And I remember the choreographer um, of the original production was like getting the cast to like watch cats and follow cats, and they do <laughs> workshops where they just had to like you know just be catty, or mm. just like they weren't rehearsing specific numbers, they were just <laughs> running body cat stuff, right? Uh-huh. Just imagine me and that going, what the fuck Good am I Lord. doing? Just rolling around, licking yourself, and, and <laughs> batting some. Judy Dench would never do anything like this. <laughs> Flash forward. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was an extraordinary risk. But I guess, I guess, musical theatre generally, uh, uh, if, if you're into drama, um, you know, in the right, if it's all written properly and everything comes together right, the explosion of music to represent human emotion or drama or a point of conflict mm. can be extraordinary. Like that moment can be extremely moving and powerful. I know it goes into putting that show together from a physical standpoint. Like it's, there's a whole process that goes into, you know, uh, looking like a cat. (laughs) Hey guys, my name's Stephen Tanos and I'm a dancer and a choreographer from Sydney. Please please elaborate. What does that mean? Talk us through it. I was was 17 years old. I knew knew not much about the show. It just, you know, and there's this like cattle call for lack of a better word. Um, <laughs> and, like, my agent at the... I don't, even, I don't even think I had an agent. I saw it somewhere. And I was like, I'll go for a laugh. Like, bullshit my way through the first round somehow. What do you have to do first round? You got, it's like a dance call first up. Sure. One of their routines. You've got to learn one of their routines. Okay. There's a group of, like, um, I don't know, anywhere from, like, 50 to 100 people in a room just crammed in there. And everyone's, like, prowling around, rubbing their heads on <laughs> well, each we, other no, yeah, we, didn't even, we didn't get to that yet. We didn't even get to that until, like, the you very... You can't start there. You no, gotta, no, no, no. you gotta, you got you gotta, you got to tickle your way in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel Seda and I'm a musical theatre performer. Can you can you just tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into theatre and what you've been in? Yeah, of course. Um, so I have been performing for the last seven years in Wicked, Cat, The Book of Mormon, Funny Girl, Follies, Curtains, West Side Story, and currently rehearsing for a chorus line playing at the Darlinghurst Theatre soon. <laughs> Musical theatre was sort of something that I really wanted to be a part of. So I trained uh, at a course um, called ED5 for two years, and out of that is where I got my first musical theatre job, which was going on the road with Wicked um, for two years um, around Australia and New Zealand and Asia. And after I came back um, from touring around with Wicked is when I – landed the rum tum tugger in cats so you landed on your feet (laughs) i landed on my feet that's right (laughs) 
Yeah, so you get a call. I get a call. And who is yeah. it? Is it Andrew Lloyd Webber saying no, you no, are it's not Andrew. Just, he, just, he doesn't take his own phone calls, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a call from the car. I think they were called the Really Useful Company. Yeah. Which is just such a name that's just asking to be torn apart. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, they still exist. So I'll, um, we get a call from them. So I'm like, okay, cool. So but what do they say? They say, congratulations, you've been casted in the show. And you like, are Tumble Brutus. You are Tumble Brutus. <laughs> And I was so young. It was my first, like, professional. I did a, a show when I was in, like, grade eight. I did Oliver. Right. Who right, right. Oliver? Um, another ridiculous name. Ready for this? Yeah. It was acrobatic-based as well. Hand Walker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before you learn any of the choreography in the show, you have to go through this whole intensive, like, seven-day, ten-day, I forget what it is, uh, like, for lack of a better oh. word, acting workshops. Cult induction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the first week of rehearsals, they call it, ready? I don't even fucking want to say it. Sorry, I swear. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I won't do it too much. Um, they call it cat school. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we did so many strange, strange exercises in rehearsals where we were, like, on our hands and knees, like, sniffing out a sandwich. Like, Can I you mean- tell us a little <laughs> – tell us all about that. We've heard rumours that, um, that the cast were put through, I guess, cat school, something like that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? We um, – there's like a whole exercise where you have to find your tail. So on like the third or fourth day, we're, we, you know, we've already been worked in a little bit, so, you know, not much can shock us now. Um, they basically tell us to bring, uh, if you have a preferred cologne that you have at home or like a deodorant, something that is very signature to your scent, something sure. that you know. So Lynx Africa for me, for example. Lynx Africa, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I was in the realms of that for sure. Yeah, yeah, Lynx yeah. Africa. <laughs> wow. Rex owner sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, the clinical one, which I use now. That shit's good. <laughs> I have to. Um, yeah, yeah. It burns a little bit. Yeah, it's only a couple of tss, and then you're done. In the last 48 hours, the packaging isn't incorrect. Um, uh, so basically, yeah, okay, so they don't really tell us what for. You just know the next day you have to bring this thing. Anyway, flash to the next day. Um, we get in. We all, we had these rehearsal tails, which weren't our actual tails. They were just made at plaited out of, like, some fabric that they got from Linkraft or some shit um, that you basically just tie around yourself. They took all of our tails away from us no before that sorry they made us take our tails off grab our signature scent I'll tell you why in a second you had to spray you had to spray your tail with your signature scent and then pass it off to the stage manager Uh, basically there's like 40 people in the cast so they mixed all the things together they go to a room next door where it's pitch black they've cut out all the natural light they've turned off all the roof lighting Um, they scatter the tails around the floor get fucked because apparently cats have like like um, like a very very heightened sense of smell like compared to every other animal, they seem to have like the most heightened yeah. sense of smell. Yeah. You can see where this is going, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they usher us into this room. One, it's like, it's like a T-bone intersection. I can see it happening for like hundred years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so they they usher us into the room, and we have to crawl into the room as well. No. So it's already it's already starting there. Oh, no. One at a time, pitch black. Is I, there any moment in this process that you like part of your head's going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, am I I'm like, doing? "Where are the hidden cameras?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where is that? Yeah, I'm on all fours spread open going, this this isn't going to end well for me. All right, so you crawl into the room, pitch black. Crawl into the room. Everyone goes in at once? Yeah, well, so we get ushered in kind of. The goal is to all be there at the same time, but Uh they don't just open the door and we flood in. Kind of like, a few go in, then they shut it, a few go in. Then your job is to crawl around that room and sniff around and find your own tail. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. That is eyes wide shut. And if you do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do that, you're ready. 
You're ready. If you're, you're ready. Find your tail. Right. So it's not about how well you can dance or how well you can sing. When you I mean, find that your comes tail, into, that you're comes, in, that that comes into play it. at some point. That came in later. That came in later. But you have to pass these tests before you. That's not even a cat. Like what? What cat's tail falls off? I need to find my Did anyone not make it through that round? Um, oh, it's really hard to remember. This is going back like I'm 31 now. This is when I was like 17. So this is going back like 13, 14 years. Um, I think we all got there towards the end. There yeah, was maybe sure. a few little moments. You, you're definitely bumping in the heads and all, all that kind of stuff. But Did you find yours? I found mine. Yeah, right. I found I found the Lynx Africa. <laughs> that is unbelievable. You smell that from a mile away. That is unbelievable. Yeah. I can tell you this one story, which is hilarious from rehearsals where the director, because the Rum Tum Tugger is obviously quite sexual as a cat. <laughs> um, no kidding. And, uh, <laughs> there was one morning where I walked into rehearsals and everyone was warming up and she said to me, she was like, now I want you to, um, I want you to go and explore with everyone while they're warming up. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she was like, well, I just, I just want you to grab someone and just rub yourself up against them. <laughs> and I was like, but everyone's just warming up. I mean, this probably would not be allowed now. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. 2020 new. <laughs> um, but she was like, now go and take that, that girl and that girl and go and have a threesome in the corner. And I was just like, what? Oh my god! And then she's like, and then go and take that guy. She's like, oh, he he runs with both, so don't worry about that. Whoa! And I was oh like, my god! Wow! And so, so what like, did you I do? Mean, what did you well, have to I mean, do? You got to commit. I mean, so when you, the director asks you to do it, you do it. So you just go off into a corner and like and mime having sex with these people? Well, essentially, just kind of like in a feline way because I had to be I had to be feline, obviously a cat. Of course. So lots of god awful screaming in the night. <laughs> All of that screaming we hear in the middle of the night. That's basically what I was replicating. Oh my god! <laughs> this is just rehearsal. So everyone by show night, everyone has the feeling that you truly are the like the slut of the group and you <laughs> fucked them all <laughs> that's I so mean, exciting you know, well because the thing is is that tugger is the he was the he's supposed to be this star in the eyes of mm, everyone yeah, so yeah. it's kind of like known that he's basically been through everyone because everyone wants to be with him there is something bizarrely sexual about the cats yeah. yes um and maybe, I mean, yeah, it was eight, so there was, I mean, yes, maybe there's some vague stirrings of homosexuality towards the Rum Tum Tugger, who's extremely sexual. Mm-hmm. I mean, let us not deny mm. the absolute... He's a curious cat. He's a curious mm-hmm. cat, mm-hmm. and the absolute yeah. pussy also a terrible hound. bore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the fact that you guys were kind of, you know, uh, you know, spending a week in a workshop moving sensually and stuff, did that kind of... <laughs> did that get a little... Well, yeah, like, was there, like, a kind of horniness amongst the yeah, cast? Yeah, for sure. Did that ever lead to any relationship? Relationships mm. or yeah. hookups or yeah, yeah, Grizzle yeah. Battle, right? Grizz- yeah, Grizz, yeah. good old Grizz. Had a big, a big squishy cuddle with Buster for Giants. Buster for <laughs> really listen. Yeah, I, I don't even remember that one. That's a deep. That's a deep cut. Buster for Jones. Um, no, I, yeah, I actually lost my virginity on that tour. Whoa, Whoa. no shit, really? Yeah, wow. to one of the cast members. Yeah, so you, you lost your virginity on the on the tour. Yeah, I did. Yeah. How long into the tour did this happen? Uh, it was actually the first city. So I did it first. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, I thought I was sniffing my tail. <laughs> we had to do it next to a giant wow. dog. <laughs> it was very method. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I actually met 
my husband on Cats. We both did the show together, actually. Oh, really? really? What, what did he play? Um, he was one of the sort of male kittens. Uh, he was <laughs> uh, playing Carbuckety, so, I mean, no. Like a, like, like a chorus no, member, uh, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a, he's an amazing dancer, he was. Uh but, that, um, that, that's really because yeah. we, we spoke to a guy called Stephen Tanner last week. Uh, oh, Stephen Tanner, yeah, yeah, Tanner. Mm. Sorry, and he uh, told us about a romance that he had with a Cats cast member. And from you what know, we can, it's it is um, it is written basically that <laughs> everyone who does the show basically either has a fling with someone or they find their romantic other. There is something strange about the show. Maybe it's because it's so physical and so um, difficult that a lot of people band together, you know? Right. Hmm. Um, But, like, I, in our cast, there are, like, since 2015, um, there have been three marriages from the cast. Wow. Uh, People have had babies. Um, Like, I know, I mean, because Cats has been around for ages, there's been lots of Australian companies over the years. And there are so many people who met their partners working on cats. It's so strange. Do you think it's also got something to do with the fact that it's kind of very primal and you're all prowling around yeah, and, there's there a, and there's a weird sexuality to the whole I production? Mean, yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard not to be turned on by someone when you're both in Lycra. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're, and you're rubbing your heads affectionately against Literally. each other. Literally. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> And, and do, do you think at such a young age kind of uh, the, doing all these kind of rehearsal things, do, do, do it feel like you accessed a primal side of your sexuality that you might not have been able to discover uh, <laughs> <Probably>. without cats? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I probably have a lot of things to owe to cats, but that's probably one. <laughs> I personally enjoyed reading um, many, many reviews and Twitter statuses about <laughs> how sexual it made them feel. Yeah. Yeah, it's very horny. It's a horny movie. Yeah. Well, and you know what's really funny is that, like, I didn't even think twice about that because, you know, uh, I guess being in the actual show, we, we were used to the fact that that's what the cats kind of looked like and, you know, it was all very, like, feline and rubbing against each other and all that. So I was just like, well, I mean, that's part of it. But I, to a general, to someone who's never even seen yeah. anything like that before, you just look at it and go, "What the hell?" Oh, I think it's, I think it's highly inappropriate that the film is rated G. It's not, a, it's <laughs> is it not actually a, rated G. Yeah, man, it's not a movie that I would take a child to. No, yeah, fucking but way. Ben, it's it's rated G for gush. <laughs> <laughs> Piece. It's it's modern dance piece with you know some like literal lyrics and some great costumes and I mean the CGI effects in the film are so insane because they remove all the beauty of the bodies dancing because they've had fur put all over yeah. them with CGI right so you lose yes. all that bullshit yeah I also think it's the thing like when you sit in this when you sit in a theatre there's a like you are literally ushered into another world and there's, you know, the lighting and the seating and everything's designed to put you in kind of a magical real estate. So by the time the lights go down... You're, you've bought the ticket and you're on the ride for a theatrical production. And anything could happen. Like yeah. The start of the theatrical production is people appearing 
uh, in the audience, right? Yeah. The cats appear in the audience and these flashing cat eyes above their real eyes, mm-hmm. right? So you can't see their faces. You just see these eyes flashing at you as the overture is playing. And there's a cat fucking right next to you, man, in your face. Oh. You're like, oh, my so God. So you're eight years old sitting there. Yeah. And they're coming Massive from boner. behind you. <laughs> <laughs> just rock hard for some theatre. <laughs> so let me ask, because in the, in the movie, obviously you're not, um, the cats don't climb out of the screen and crawl around the audience. But right. Apparently in the step. <laughs> That'd be great. That would have been like Buster Keaton style. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Immersive cinema. <laughs> but in, uh, in the play, obviously, or the show, obviously they do. Were you one of the cats that yeah. went through the crowd? Uh, yeah, again, being the young mm. shit kicker of the group. You yeah, know, like you're, you're out there. You're out there. over there you, there's, two mo- there's two moments in the show we had to go out. The first was called, again, I can't even preface this with an explanation. I don't really know what it is. Called Green Eyes. We'd start the show with like leotard we had to wear. I made my mate on his box party, I made him wear it um, for the entire evening and put the fake tail on him and everything. Oh. All these, I'm having all this, all this hindsight the now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just burnt in, like, post-pubescent sweat, like, ugh. But we'd have to go into the audience with these things on our <clears throat> over our wigs. Mm-hmm. They were called green eyes for some reason. I don't know. They would flash with a yeah. little trigger button. And we had to, like, come from the back of the audience and the, the prologue would play. And then we'd, walk, like, we'd just try and scare all the audience members and then run back. And then, and then in the middle of the show... <laughs> We try and scare all the audience. Yeah, something like that. That's the objective. Yeah, terrifying experience. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, you really get your money's worth. In the show is one of those things where, like, a lot of people go to watch the cats and they kind of can't understand it. Everything's a bit strange. and But being a part of the actual show is really special as a performer. There's something – there's something um, – there's, like, an element that, like – that we all share everyone who's ever sort of been in the show that I don't think anyone who hasn't will ever quite fully understand. Cause it is a strange show. And, you know, I mean, we'll get to the movie obviously in a second, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's just, there's something really cool about being a part of it. Like the, the process of, of sort of like learning how to, how to do the choreography and be as feline as possible and all those kinds of things. And, you know, the meaning behind bits and pieces is quite cool. And I feel like if everyone else in the general public went through that, they would have a greater appreciation for the show. And the choreography is very embarrassing, might I add. (laughs) Why? It's just... There's a whole lot of just scratching and wiggling your butt, and it's very like, I don't know, it's very. For anyone that couldn't see, his whole yeah, fingers you, were down except the elevated pinkies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not you go through the curtains yeah, and you present, yeah. and you all these words yeah, were that getting kind of used. language gets you on the sex offenders registry. Especially <laughs> <laughs> with my moustache right now, Jesus, shave that yeah, shit off. Pharrell Williams. Out. <laughs> I knew the hat was gonna get shit. I nearly left it in the car. In the car. It's a very physical show. You got a picture like being on all fours for like three hours. Um, uh, amongst that, like also dancing very physically. Like it's it, it is it is very it's it's very grueling. Like to put yourself physically through that, and you get fluid build up in your knees and like mm. yeah it's yeah it's rough. And I had to do all the like the reason my name was Tumble Brutus is because my number one requirement was to do all the acrobatics in the show. Yeah right, freaking yeah. awesome. But yeah, I mean dance is a rough it's a rough thing. You know that's why you get the job with cats. You jump on the job with yeah, cats. Of you know, um, it's a because you guys both do comedy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I imagine it's, it's, it's the same thing. You know, you grind and you grind and you grind and you grind for Sometimes years. Sometimes you just got to take what you get. Yeah, you know? and you, yeah. Eat, you eat a lot of shit for a lot of years. <laughs> you eat a lot of shit for a lot of years. You just get said, no, 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 no. And the 2% that can rise above that are the ones that are going to kind of like yeah. make it. It's rough. Like it's, uh, it's 
Yeah, horrific. Also, I mean, <laughs> I, I assume that there's something of a time limit as well. Or, yeah, totally. Just in terms of your body and what it can withstand. Well, I can't be doing cats anymore. Yeah. Like I had someone not too long ago emailed me from that same company and asked me, this is probably about three years ago, they asked me if I'd ever consider doing it again. And I was just like, no way in no, hell. Come back Why as is Gus that? the Theatre Cat. Gus the Theatre Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't put my body through that again. Right, right, right. Like, oh, man, it was – like, I'm 31 now. Like, I'm still pretty, like, mobile and all that stuff, but it's just – it's brutal. Do you think the dancers um, interpret that show in a, w- a different way to audiences because they largely yeah. see it as a yeah, they, feat of incredible physical that's strength? That's where the respect – of it comes into play amongst the industry. Mm. Um, it's not it's not something that we all revere. We're not like, oh, my God, I have to get into cats. I have to get yeah. into cats. But, but if, if someone were, says they've done it, you go, fuck. Yeah, yeah, this guy, can, this guy can hold his own. You yeah, know? right. It was a rough experience, to yeah, say the right. least. But, like, you know, I wouldn't trade anything for it. But since the movie coming out, it's kind of opened up some of those old wounds and those old kind of memories of it. And have you ever fucked yourself up dancing, like had a terrible injury? No, touch wood. No. Touchwood. Um, the worst thing I had was in Thailand. At the end of the show, I had, I had to do the last bow. Basically, all the cats we come out one at a time to take our bow. We break. We break character. We're just humans now and now. Yeah, love that part. You know, like, oh, yeah. When I get to go, oh, they're just actors. Yeah, just me the whole time. Oh, silly. God, I thought it was a fucking scary you just see, villain. Like, the cast of actually not. Just died of AIDS and doing step claps. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very much one of those moments. Just walk, clapping towards the lighting director, yeah, yeah, yeah. clapping Don't to the orchestra. Like you really get douche every time you do that. I love oh, it. God. It's so funny. Oh, I hate doing that. Oh, I saw the best one. I went and saw School of Rock, and um, yeah. the guy, the lead in School of Rock, he tried to take a moment during the curtain call to talk about how it was World AIDS Day. Oh, no. But he was still doing his, like, Jack Black thing. Oh, like, yeah. he was get your red ribbons. He was like, all right, who had a good time tonight? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, but seriously, guys. And he kind of snapped back to Aussie accent. But seriously, guys, it is World AIDS Day. And Stop segueing. Yeah, yeah we really guys. need to, like, donate. There's buckets on the way out. Anyway, thanks for coming out and rocking with us. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you wear a condom, kids. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. exclusively in Asia, Korea, Taiwan, Thailand, and China. That's why the show does so well over there. They don't know what the hell we're saying, but the colour and the movement of it is just yeah. like... And we're like, rock, we're like rock stars over there. Yeah. I- insanity. We had people come to the show, like, when you're doing theatre, you do eight shows a week. Yeah. We had people that would come to six or seven of those shows for a three-month season throughout the entire season. What? And really? It, each of us individuals would have our own, like, super fans that would, like, come up to us. I had one that was, like, told me she left her husband because she wanted to be no. with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She what? gave me, like, a scrapbook of photos because she'd take a photo with me every single time at stage no. She gave me this. I still have I should have bought it. Oh, my God. Um, she gave me a scrapbook of photos that was <laughs> chronolo- in chronological order from oh. every photo we took together. And no, there was no, a caption no, 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 in very, no, no. very broken English next to each photo saying what I said to the, her that day, what my expression was like, how she felt, where she came from, where she went after. Holy and she had fun shit. fact, the band that I was in, um, Damn It, Janet. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, shout great out. 
great hey, words. Great name, guys. Great name. <laughs> Excellent. Brings hey, more theatre into it. We yeah, get we, it. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She actually would come up, and we were we were just a high school band that had songs on MySpace. You know, she would come up to me and start singing songs from our band. <laughs> what? Was that? I told you this no, at some point. No. Was oh. that flattering or terrifying? Terrifying. Terrifying. Hundred percent. Right? It must be that, like, you know, because like anyone who's on stage has the mystique of the performer. Mm. There's a charisma mm. that you know, no yeah. matter what you who you are or what you look like, there is a. a yeah. I would I would I would think with the raw sexuality of cats as well. There's an added layer yeah, for the, the yeah. fans to kind of 100%. you know fixate on. There's a weird, weird kind of undertone to the interactions you'd have with the fans afterwards. Like they'd always hold your hand for a little bit too long. Like right. the, the the touches of the shoulder would be a bit more of a caress. They'd kind of want to get like in. You're a cat. They wanted yeah. to yeah. scratch yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Post. They wanted to I'm nothing but a like scratching a post kid. to these Korean fans. My number one question is, how is Jason Derulo? Fantastic. Yeah, he's wonderful. Fantastic. He's great. He's great, man. When he's writhing around in puddles of milk, screaming, milk! It's like, really good. It's really good. And his song, because the first time you see him, he's kind of lolling about, uh, his leg dangling, eating like a, a lamb cutlet. As, as a cat does. Yeah, and he's like, hello, like, and like they, they write some dialogue. It's Wait, like, is he British? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah, like, yeah. he's oh. like, and he comes right after Jenny Any Dots, so he's doing Jenny a lot. Jenny Any Dots. A lot of mm. Oh, that wasn't as good as what I could do. Check and, out this. Yeah, and he, literally, he just leaps at her and goes, "Let's dance!" And he like, goes straight into <laughs> he goes, Jason bow, 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 bow. Does that make it in at all? He doesn't say Jason ah, Rulo, but it's implied. Yeah. It's an implied I Jason Rulo. They, they, they tried to do a new version in Broadway, New York, before the film, but that also kind of tanked a little bit too. They tried to like turn the whole Rum Tum Tucker thing into like a like a rap kind of thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. just is like, what do you don't do that? They Don't do that. Took him from Mick Jagger and yes. turned him into like MC Hammer, basically. Well, it was kind of MC Hammer cross with like uh, Justin Bieber slash. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, anyway, I, don't, I really am unsure as to what uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber was thinking. But what anyway, year, what year was this, Daniel? <laughs> uh, that was 2015. Oh, whoa! So that was when they started changing, and I assumed they changed a little earlier. No, so Andrew Lloyd Webber found um, this guy who was on the street sort of busking and he was hip-hopping and rapping and doing whatever. <laughs> and, he, um, <laughs> and he was like, I need that in my show. And so, strangely enough, then... That's so funny. Andrew Lloyd Webber j- discovered hip-hop in 2013 or something. <laughs> 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 yeah. What is yeah. this noise I hear? Oh, I must have this in my show. Uh, it, uh, while I was at the audition, um, the direct, the Australian director, who has been the director for like 20-odd years, she was in the original London production of Cats, she... Um, had said, now there's a new version of um, the Rum Tum Tugger and and he has to he has to pop and lock and and break and and I, I mean I'm, I, she's this beautiful woman I mean she's part cat I swear uh, um, and so she is obviously very much traditional in the way that Cats was and so she couldn't quite wrap her head around why Andrew had decided to change the Rum Tum Tugger from something that already existed and was quite loved by a lot of people into this new version that he thought he was trying to bring it into the modern day. 
and so um, and so basically I got cast as this role and I mean for me it was like my first kind of role uh, well, just quickly did you have to uh, did you have to rap in the audition they I did have to rap yes um, and I had never really rapped before can uh, you t- can you give us a taste of um, of what it was what you had to do yeah <laughs> Um, let's see. Hold on. Am I going to remember these words? Um, all right. Let's give it a go. We'll see how far we get. Yeah, please. All right. <laughs> In my like weird, it was kind of like a Jamaican-y Cockney accent that they wanted me to do. <laughs> so, and I mean, to put it into, into context, I mean, I was wearing like, uh, dreadlocks, um, and like Wait, a little, Little Your own short. dreadlocks? Not my own. No, okay, they were right, like yeah. the 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 wig that I was wearing was like um, short little dreadlocks, and then I was wearing a backward cap. That's oh. like, <laughs> yeah, and the backward cap also read Poochie. chaos on the back. Um, and then there was like little ears that poked through the cap, um, and. Um, it was quite hilarious, actually, and the the design of the costume. Like I was, I mean, there was even like these pants that he was wearing. That like at the time, they put these things on me in my first costume fitting, and I was like, they are pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I will not be caught dead in those. So I brought in like a pair of my own like trackies, and I was like, please model whatever you're making off these, because I was just like, they have to be tapered. Like I was just like trying to dictate. How oh. how I was going to come across and look the best that I could um, because obviously you know as a performer and wanting to make a career um, and further my career and profile I was like I can't be embarrassed by what I'm yeah. doing every night you don't you don't look stupid <laughs> <laughs> no no um, and so I actually had a really important I will, we'll come back to the rap in a second sorry I know I straight away no from this that. is great storytelling <laughs> um, I love it but I actually had a very um, important role in creating what I actually got to do every night. Um, I managed to work with the choreographer and kind of put my own choreography on the stage, which um, paired with the song kind of made me feel really great on a nightly basis because I was kind of doing my own work and something that I was proud of. Oh, that's mm. cool. Yeah, you're mm. creatively invested in the show. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, I kind of like got to say that that was me up there, you know, like I was really proud. I think I think I did the best that I possibly could with what I was given. So, so wait, was there just an intro of rap and then you go into the song as it was written in the original or did they completely restructure the song? No, the song was completely restructured. So from Ooh. the moment um, I appeared, uh, it was actually much slower, the tempo. So like, obviously the original is like, <laughs> yeah. Whereas my one was like, and so the way that the number actually was structured was um, everyone else, all the other cats actually had, they actually took the first verse, which was kind of like talking about me. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was like around the part where I was, where he goes, what I only like, but I only like what I find for myself. Yeah. Um, was when it then went and then it went and then that was kind of this underneath beat while I started rapping. And then there was this massive, and you'll love this, there was this massive <laughs> dance break with like this 
90s, like, foghorn thing that just kind of like <laughs> comes over the top and all of a sudden I'm spinning on my head and like break dancing. It does sound like a very 1995 definition of cool, not yeah. so much well, a 2015. Yes, and so I guess that's really the confusing thing because it's like, well, I understand bringing it into the modern day, but I feel like it didn't really nail the brief. Yeah, it definitely feels like a past middle-aged man going, oh, this sounds very relevant and cool. Yeah, well, and so, and when I heard it, I was just like, and I saw it as well. I actually went to Blackpool where the tour was happening in the UK because I was like, I need to figure out what I'm getting myself into. <laughs> and um, and so I watched the show and I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do it, it's going to need to be a little different. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, and like I said, like the team were really great and Andrew actually had to approve everything that I did, obviously. Um, and I would just, I just, I was really, I was really brave actually. I can't even remember how old was I when I did cats 2015. I would have been, I think I would have been 21. Um, Mm. and it was only my second professional musical. So like, I don't even know what made me speak up, but I think it was mainly because I was just like, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing it like that. Um, <laughs> ah, yes. The arrogance of youth. Yeah. The arrogance. Yeah. Boss. Because now I feel like, I feel like now I would have taken it a little more rather than kind of being so opinionated about it. But I, I think, you know, as young people, you're always a bit concerned about how people are going to perceive you and, and think that that's, you know, cause I'd also read horrible reviews from the London production because people were like, why did Andrew change this? You know? Um, and I was getting scared cause I was like, well, the last thing I want to do in my first role in Australian mm. musical theater is to be torn to shreds for doing something that I didn't even create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do everything in my power to control at least what I actually do on the stage. The content may not be mine, but everything that I'm performing and the way that I perform it is something that I can control. And so I was very fortunate that they were able to uh, allow me to to make some changes to uh, enhance that part of the show because it ended up being something that I, as I said, was proud of. And, uh, and everyone who came to see the show was like, you did the best that you literally could with that. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, well, I've done my job because I'm yes. not asking for miracles, but I'm asking for at least that you just buy it. Rumtuck had, uh, he's had so much time. He's had such a hard time when he wants milk, but then sometimes he doesn't want milk. He's the worst. Though. I fucking can't stand it. I feel like every fucking cat is just indecisive and they just go on. And like, that's the one trait that most of these cats have. That song is the worst. The Rumtuck Tucker like, song. What, the one I don't know what fucking cat it is. Yeah, the cat that's like, I want every time I'm inside, I want to be outside. Put me back inside. Like that is the most fucking infuriating. And then I feel like they put elements of indecisiveness for all the cats. Yeah. Like all the cats are a bit indecisive. No, Bustopher Jones is not indecisive. He knows he just, what he wants. He, and he wants knows to, how to get it. Yeah, he wants to roll around in garbage, drink champagne. He knows exactly who he is. And I can't back it up, but I disagree. <laughs> that's the beauty of Buster for Jones. <laughs> He's a man of conviction. Sorry, a cat of conviction. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Definitely, and I'm assuming the musical as well. Yeah. It definitely reeks of someone who's never heard no. Yeah, like there were no there were no guardrails put on this guy. It's like you're a legend. You yeah. won Oscars. You can tell whatever the execs, you wanted. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can tell the execs weren't like like chomping at the bit to like you know put their two cents in. Uh, so, yeah, but then you yeah, see, all, yeah. I saw all the people attached to it though, and I was like, this could be. You know, Tom Hooper's made some, you know, decent things, I guess. In the, what is the King's Speech was okay. Yeah, King's, King's Speech and Les Mis. Les Mis was like, the, every time Russell Crowe came on the screen, that was pretty... I am Trevor! It's his finest hour. It really is. Every line is delivered like this. That's terrible. Mouth wide open, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 down the throat. Yeah. Oh, all that blacked out I teeth. Am, you do a really good... I am Trevor! <laughs> 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 I saw that one. That was a rough three hours. It was, right? Oh, I, was... I tripped out watching that fucking movie because <laughs> yeah. I, I had no yeah. idea. Ten minutes in, we were super bummed. Something that you might not like about the movie being a dancer is that, you know, it was much uh, much talked about that they got the choreographer of Hamilton to re-choreograph yeah, yeah. the show. And a lot of amazing dancers, too. Like Yeah, like the, what, those those French twins. The, the uh, lay twins. The lay twins. Mm. Beyonce. Yeah, the, they're yeah. Everywhere. In Homecoming, yeah. that's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you just, amazing. Mm. You're, you're a real culture fiend. You're about it. Well, I, I've become really interested in, like I said, in dance. Yeah, like, yeah. just uh, watching people move. It is an interesting path to go down. There's a, there's yeah. a lot of cool shit out there, and they're, they're, them especially. Well, I think my, my, my body's always been like a like a handicap just in terms of, like, <laughs> I, I feel like I've only ever existed from the neck from up the neck. my whole life. You know, and this, 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 this shuffling vessel that gets me from, like, one buffet to another or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so to see people who are just, like, you know, that level of discipline uh, and poise and grace, yeah. And I just can't imagine having that level of control. It's it's fascinating. Well, they, and cats again is like the stuff that like I had to do. Like I think I counted like twenty 
you, so you're doing eight shows a week, right? So 20 tumble passes. A tumble pass means like a round off backflip, backflip, like something. There was 20 of those within my show amongst dancing and all the numbers, amongst you have to run backstage and you have like 20 seconds for a quick change. You've got to put these beetle wings on for some reason, put some <laughs> fucking tap shoes on, do a tap number. Jenny, any dots number. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we know. We know. We know. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, Come on. Know. In the polygals. That's where you're right. You and that fucking Jenny, any dots. <laughs> you were part of the Beatles tattoo. <laughs> the Beatles tattoo, exactly. The quick change, like it's you know, it's it's crazy what we put our bodies through for this this particular show. I remember seeing the trailer, and from d- having done the show before, I, I know what the show's about very loosely. <laughs> Like, can you tell us? That's a great question. I, I was nervous. I was nervous you were going to ask this one because I don't know if I have an adequate answer <laughs> or an answer that even ticks a box. Give us what make... you got. What is the show about? The weird thing about the show is that you can do it for 18 months and still not know. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the film? Yes, I have seen the film. <laughs> what, what do you think of the film? Well, I was at the premiere of the of the film in Sydney. So were we. So were we. Mm. Oh my god, were you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The one the one on George Street. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were there. We were. <laughs> we sat right up the front. We loved it. <laughs> we were the two. We were the two obnoxious ones howling with laughter and clapping after every song. <laughs> okay, well now I know. <laughs> um, what did it was you think an experience, of experience? I tell you. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Were you with your husband the on the premiere night? I was. We were both there together, which was, you know, we're both very, very excited, obviously, because it has such fond memories for the both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, I mean, we were bursting with excitement. I had no idea really what to expect. Obviously, we watched the trailer and stuff, and I, and so many people around us and in the industry were already very quick to cut it down. But, mm-hmm. I mean, those people were never really fans of cats in the first place. So I was kind of trying to defend it as much as possible while still being very open to what it may or may not be. Mm -hmm. And then when we sat there and, um, it started and the, 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 that cat face appeared in the clouds. I just thought to myself, oh, no, oh, no. I was like, oh, that's where it's going. Oh, no. And I just thought, damn it, damn it, it's not going to be good. I was just like really just holding my breath for the next parts because I was just like I really don't know how ever, how anyone is even, let alone me, who actually loves and knows a lot about the show, mm. I instantly was just like, this is going to be a train wreck. Um, well, well, we went into it not knowing anything about Cats whatsoever, and let me tell you, it was, it was akin to a psychedelic experience. <laughs> it was profoundly uh, <laughs> hilarious and upsetting and all things all at once. It was, yeah. it was, it was remarkable. I mean, <laughs> what was your reaction to it? Like, were you cringing the whole way through, or did you... I mean, I definitely, I definitely think that some casting choices were a little off Mm. um such as in terms of just in terms of you know the characters too like i know the characters very well um and i think they tried to play into the celebrity aspect of it a little Mm. too much and not enough importance on what that character really should be if that makes sense it kind of an example like like from from the cast of the film who's an example of what you're talking about now um my two examples would be um Rebel Wilson. Yep. 
and, and James Corden. That's exactly correct, Daniel. Yes. Yeah. We don't even know that much about cats, and those are the two ones where it's like, ah, uh, it's not right. It just no, not right. No, well, it just Didn't it feels fit. like James Corden playing James, James Corden, Corden and mm-hmm. Rebel Wilson doing her slapstick to get. Yeah, viewers in to yeah. see the film. You know, yeah. it just it felt it didn't feel authentic in the way that because the guy who played Monker Strap is a Broadway performer, and mm. I bought his performance. I thought he was great. Um, the narrator cat. Yeah, uh, yeah. And um, and there were some other other Broadway people in there that I really thought were great, like the Skimble Shanks. His number was amazing. I love <laughs> I love the fact that they turned that number into a tap, and it was. Um, oh, is it not the, tap in the show? No, it's not. No, so they completely changed that number, and I thought that that really worked. Um, and most performers that I talked to loved that piece too. Um, it's a bit of a showstopper, isn't it? Yeah, and like the number is good in the show, but I thought that what they did with it in the movie was really clever. And so, like that was probably one of my favourite moments. What, what, um, what, did, what did you think of Judy Dench's Old Deuteronomy? Oh, look, I mean, <laughs> she's beautiful, but it just, like, she had her moments, but I like- definitely think that the direction was a little off, to be did honest. You, did you like it when she looked directly down the barrel of the camera? Well, and that's the part that terrified everyone, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Everything just sort of felt a little, like, even if there was a part of, the, of each character that was good, it, it just didn't feel like, the, the numbers were executed in the best way possible. And I don't know whether that's to do with like camera angles. Cause definitely a lot of the dancing that mm. um, like, I mean the Jellicle ball for anyone who's been in the show is one of the best parts. And that's, you know, the big dance scene yeah. that happens normally towards the end of act one. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I, and I really thought that um, I really thought that the dancing wasn't captured well on film. I, I really thought that it didn't do it justice. Like I wanted more shots where you could see everyone rather than like close-ups and following one person because it didn't make it feel as dynamic as it normally is when you're watching the show on stage. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely the criticism I had watching it. It was like, just lock the camera down and let's see them just, dance. We don't need yeah, all these cutaways. Just, mm. Exactly, yeah. I would have even loved more for, more from above, you know, just seeing everyone turning and jumping because, as I said, like it's such a – it's such an ensemble piece, and I think, unfortunately, because of the use of celebrities, they've tried uh, to, to you know, make like a little bit more of a gimmick out of each character, and therefore it kind of lost its quality. Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah, like yeah. I wasn't a fan of obviously Taylor Swift trying to dance in heels, which <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know why she was wearing heels in the first place as a cat, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was what very did, strange. What did, you, what did you think of Idris Elba's uh, expanded role as uh, McCavity? Um, like, we didn't need the pirate ship. We did not need that. <laughs> um, like, there's a number in the show that's like Growl Tiger, but like Tobias and I, my husband, we're both sitting there being like, please tell me that number's been cut. And then all of a sudden he started singing on the ship and I was like, no, this was the wrong choice. (laughs) I mean, and to be fair, talking about the storyline now, I actually think that using Victoria as a device to weave the story all together was quite clever because a lot of people, when they watch the stage show, they get lost with the story because they're like, well, I mean, I don't get it. Like, are they all just like showing off? 
Like, yeah. I don't know, like, what are they doing? They're all just introducing themselves. And then all of a sudden one person gets picked where I liked the idea of having some, a new cat to the group and teaching her that this is what happens every year. Like it's, it's a good idea to kind of have that because all of a sudden now we have purpose. Yeah. The purpose is clear for where the story is going to go and mm. what we need. So like, you know, as much as like, as much as I think a lot of moments in, in the movie were not executed well. And did we need a cat's film? I don't know. Probably not. But um, there were certain moments that I feel like, you know, that they made good choices. But I but I just think, you know, between some of the CGI and the filming of the dancing and the celebrity casting, there was just one too many things that didn't go that did that weren't that that didn't quite hit the nail on the head. And because of that it just kind of made the movie fall flat. What, what is Cats about to you? To me, to me, uh, Cats is uh, basically uh, once, in a, uh, once a year um, when the Jellicle Moon appears, um, this community of cats all gather around and old Deuteronomy basically chooses which cat will have another life. Another life? Is that what you you interpreted it as? Yeah. So you think that they're all in their last life and then this... Well, I mean, I think it's like which cat will be reborn and have a chance at a different life is what we were told, basically. Do you think it's do you think it's metaphorically about something? Like, that, that, that's what the byline is. But do you, like, do you think it has a deeper meaning than that? Um. To be honest, probably not. <laughs> I mean, obviously the fact that Grizabella is chosen is obviously a deeper meaning because it's not all about, you know, kicking your leg and showing off and all of that. And, you know, the heart is basically the one that wins in the end. Purest um, of heart. Because she kind of pours herself out emotionally mm-hmm. um, and opens herself up to, I guess, being being given another life. Um, well, she's one, probably, the, she's one of the few that actually sings about how she feels and not just about what she does. Well, yeah, it's more truth, I guess. Mm. Um, whereas the rest of them are sort of just like, yeah, I enjoy doing this and I'm wonderful because of this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I think maybe it's for Andrew Lloyd Webber, it's a little bit of an, an analogy for theatre and art in general. It's saying, like, look at all these show-offs, look at all this <laughs> substance, like lack of substance or flash, and then every now and then something comes along that fucking rips its own guts open for mm. you and says, look at my past, look at who I am, and that yeah. gets to transcend as as greatness or something. Totally. I mean, like, I guess, like, you know, the vagueness of the plot on the stage like when people are watching the musical allows for people to kind of make up their own mind of what they think it's saying. What do you think the intent of the musical is? Like, what do you think that the, 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 the producers of the musical, if you're sitting there as an audience member, what do they want you to be experiencing and feeling when you walk out at the end? Um, elation. They want you to like, they want you to feel uplifted, mm. uh, inspired. Mm. There's a very, yeah, there's a, a tone in the, in the, the, the show that kind of reeks of that, you know, yeah. giving everyone a second chance and everyone is worthy. If you look within, like yeah. everyone should walk out with a big spring in their step, you know? Right. And that's and what the audiences in Asia would do. Like, yeah. they would just be like, you'd see them like, you know, you break the fourth wall and you look into the audience and you just see them like, 
It just so like, you, it worked. You saw it work. Yeah, I, like for eighteen months, I did it. Like not once did an audience ever feel disappointed. Standing ovations. Like, it must be something that you just have to see live. Yeah, I think if it, if it ever believe, comes back yeah. out, it, we have to go. Dude, I think it's so exciting that you literally <laughs> brought joy to people. You looked out at them, saw their. Oh, oh you had a super euph- fan euphoria, like. You know, like nearly like Elvis Presley Beatlemania shit in like Korea. <laughs> when I hear you say it, and when I see your face, I can ex- I can understand why me, it was right? a phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you I wish it. I saw it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you I, I feel out. like I've missed that. I've missed I've missed a big beautiful moment in my life. You come to the party very late, my friend. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? I feel like I've shown up and everyone's passed out, and I'm like, no, no, no. come on, let's put Jason Derulo back on. Come on, let's get the party started again. So, so would it be possible for you to give us a little bit of that rap? Yeah, let's let's have a go at it. We'll see how far we can get. Okay. As long as you don't laugh halfway through. Let me no, just no, get no. through a bit of we it. We respect you. We admire you. We want to hear that kitty rap. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll give my best performance quality in that as well. Thank you. Yeah. We'll see how we go. All right, let's give it a go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Let's be serious for a second. <laughs> okay. I'm a big bad cat, I make my own decision Never try to control me cause I won't listen I'm a curious, furious, luxurious beast An alley cat, a scallywag, I'm running the streets You hearing this, I heard it on the edge of your seat I'm a rebel on a level with a devilish streak Oh, <laughs> oh yes Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Unbelievable There you have it That was incredible Rum Tum Tugger is my favourite rapper For the record Thank you so much for listening. I think we really learned something from that. We learned that the performers on stage are experiencing a totally different show to us mere mortals in the seats. And Elwood and I want to go deeper into the theatre world. So next week, we're going to talk to a musical theatre writer, producer, performer, and genuine goddamn Broadway star, Eddie Perfect, as well as a very serious musical theatre academic who both attempt to explain to us from an insider's perspective why the fuck is Cats? Why is Hats is hosted by Cameron James and Ben Elwood for Sats Pants Radio. Produced and edited by Sean Allen. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.